Hey everyone, this is Jay Alejandro and I'm joined by Maddie, who is my wife and we have a very, very special guest tonight, the great, amazing, wonderful Dom Gordon to talk to us about the good old days, his poetry collection and all kinds of good shit. How are you, my friend? I'm doing well. Thank you guys for having me. Dude, this is super informal. Like I didn't mean to make it like super serious. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you could have said the greatest ever, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, next time I'll I'll just cut that in. Next you know, time, we'll get, we'll get it right. I'll That's right. That's <laughs> what post production's for. That's right, man. So, dude, how the hell have you been? This past couple of weeks, man, I tell you, like, it's been the most humbling uh, experience of my life. Like the response that I got for writing the book, I didn't even tell people what the book was about. They just went and got it. So yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, that was a uh, that was major to me. That was really major. Yeah, and so and so to give you know like our two listeners a bit of uh, background <laughs> information on what's going on. So Dom just released his debut poetry collection, Melanin Muse, which is a wonderful work that I'm really really proud of you for. I think it's it's truly like one of those soulful things that just came out of you, and uh, it seems like it's been a long time coming. So all of this leading up to pretty much last week when the book came out was you know you just kind of getting that stuff together right like how did that how did that happen like leading so, up to the thing uh you know like it's a mixture of me writing all these poems and love songs or poems about revolution and uh and just posting them on facebook or or wherever twitter whatever but this, it's a collection of my music. This is why I called it Melon and Muse. Uh, it's just a lot of years of me writing. Like, I would say since some of those poems I wrote when I was 21, I'm 32 now. Yeah, yeah. So there's been about a decade of stuff just kind of brewing, right? Yeah, and there's so much, like, I have notebooks full of stuff, and I don't, I think that they're at my mom's house, but I'm going to have her send those over to the, yeah, I just I can do this all year. <laughs> <laughs> but that was the awesome thing. I mean, to see, you know, your community, your people, like friends and people who love you and care about you, you know, us included, we're we're just really, really proud of you and really excited that this actually got to happen. And sorry, our cat's totally in the way of the <laughs> the camera there. Uh, hey, she's, she's fucking everything up. Uh we're gonna have her escorted out by security. What were you saying? So, uh, yeah, man, I mean, it's, it's just been a, a wonderful thing and I'm really happy that you get to celebrate that. Um, oh yeah. It's, uh, I didn't think like, cause you know, like I do music, so like I, I post stuff. And, I mean, we get, we get good reactions, but it wasn't, it wasn't like this. Yeah. Not, not, well, Dude. I would say every Jacob, when we did his, uh, album release party was another moment like that where like, it's like, well, people really are appreciative of what we can bring. Yeah. You know, so this is just the extension of the goodwill we built. Mm -hmm. uh, always being the guy telling jokes or whatever, and <laughs> lighting the mood. Like you know, ask, when you actually have something to say, people sometimes like this time listen. So it's pretty dope. Right. Right. I'm gonna let you ask a couple of things because I feel like I've been babbling. On. Oh. Um. Well, I um. You let me read uh, the manuscript before it was actually published, which was very kind of you. Um, yeah. And uh, God, man, it was so like powerful. And um, 
I loved that you separated it into sections, you know, like I'm not going to give it away. Like people need to buy the book to figure out what it's, what it's about. But um, I did like that you separated into these sections. Um, and I'm curious, like about the timeline, like, you know, did you, were there times in your life where like, maybe you were writing more about mental health? Were there times in your life where you were writing more about black empowerment or, or, you know, female black empowerment specifically. Um, so what, what kind of timeline were you looking so at? I would, I would say, all right, so I'm going to preface this. Like I write, I used to write like every day and mm -hmm. I would send Avery, my, my bandmate, my, my uh, roommate, my best friend, I would send him the song. And I remember we were at practice one day and he was like, and I was like, did you, see, did you get the song? He's like, yeah. He's like, are you in love? <laughs> no. Nah. Why do you keep writing love songs? <laughs> and after that, I just, I just started writing about whatever because he was like, you just, you just shit it on me pretty bad. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> one, one section of my life was uh, just writing. When I was doing my solo music, I was writing a lot of love or relationship songs. And there's a lot of songs that are, are poems that didn't make the cut and I just had them in the, in the backdrop and I always liked them, but I didn't know where, when to use them. Cause I wasn't going to do the solo thing ever again. Like I didn't, I didn't like being a solo artist. So mm -hmm. it wasn't something I was interested in. Uh, mental health is something I always write about. Mm -hmm. I've been writing about that since I was 23. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. those, those are a lot of the, uh, the poems that I wrote. Uh, and then in black empowerment, I, I was really, George Floyd, so, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, Ahmaud Arbery, um, Elijah McClain, those, those type of stories made me want to speak about it mm -hmm. and put my feelings on what I see happening, what I see uh, transpiring and just giving it a backdrop. It's kind of, it was kind of one of those things was like, do I do that? Because I know so many people are going to try to do that, but I, I just had to say my piece. Right. 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 Yeah. And it's a, it's an incredible thing because you, you look at in, in the book, I mean, especially in that section of black empowerment, there's always like, you're, it's almost like we have to remind ourselves that this is still happening. Like every single time for like the, the average reader, right. Who's kind of like looking at this work and in the work, it feels like this is the weight of the reminder because like the way the poems are, are coming together in that part of the of the collection it's like this shit is still happening this is still happening right here right now we need to do something about it and it acts like a refrain like it felt very much like this this is something that can't be ignored and i i felt really emotional kind of going through that too uh when we were trying to put the the final like manuscript together to upload that was a i mean it felt real you know it felt like you can't avoid this this is unavoidable um, yeah um it was one of those things where when I, when I divided it, I'll, I'll give it away. Like, so the first, it's a, it, I, I'm a theater nerd. So I put it in the act. The first act is relationships. The second act is mental health. The third act is black empowerment. Mm. So for the third act, like during the time of the riot, I couldn't go, uh, out to, to not the riots, but the protests. I yeah. couldn't go out to uh, protest because I was I had just moved to Texas, mm -hmm. 
Yeah. The last thing I needed was to go down to Texas and Dallas and protest and get arrested and be in a jail in Texas. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I, left, I left that alone. So I felt like my, my contribution would be to write about what's going on, what I'm seeing, um, how this is affecting me, how this is affecting my friends, um, how this is affecting my family. So yeah. that's, that's where I took that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think as like knowing you, I thought I felt that was really powerful. You know, I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it's one thing to sort of see it on the news and see how it's affecting like our nation at large, but to hear, to read your own words about this is how this is affecting me personally, you know, right. I thought that was as your friend and as a reader, yeah. that's really powerful. And I'm really glad that you put that down and, and included it. Cause I think it was really it was good for me to read personally, I felt, um, about you. So mm -hmm. I was grateful for that. Yeah. But it, it's, a it's a nice opportunity and I'm, I'm really glad that, um, that you trusted me with that too. Um, just to kind of give a, a little bit of insight, um, Dom and I were working on this for, you know, a, a couple of months before we were able to do that release. And, and, um, I was, I feel very privileged that you trusted me with that. Um, because, you know, uh, I'm just, uh, you know, a guy up here in Wyoming trying to spread the gospel of creativity. And at the same time, it's like, I don't get that many opportunities to like, I don't want to say like, hang out with my own in a way, but you know, it's Wyoming. So like, there's, there's not a lot going on. So like, I really treasure like your trust and allowing me to be part of that experience because I need it. You know, like I'm, I'm desperate for it here in so many ways, but, um, I want to thank you for, for reaching out to me to begin with. Cause like, honestly, this probably like this, this poetry book probably wouldn't have happened. until I was like 60. Cause I was <laughs> so the fact that you hit me up, was like, Hey man, you want to make a poetry book? I was like, well, dude, I got poems. I guess we can do that. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and that's, that's, you know, in the spirit of, of what I think we should be doing now is we almost have a responsibility to each other to, to help out. Right. And me being in the position that I am, I mean, you know, luckily we're okay here that, you know, I, I have a job and like, yes, I've, I've been going through a difficult time with the pandemic, but we can still help each other out as a, as a group of friends. And it felt like for me, I needed to do that to feel good about kind of where I was or, or where I am in life to reach out to my friends that I really love and care about, but I've been kind of a hermit, you know, not really yeah. connecting or not really doing anything and saying, Hey man, how you doing? Are you okay? Do you need anything? And the only way that I can yeah, help been, people, you know, is through the I've creativity. I've trying to do that more, like just reaching out to people like that I don't talk to a lot, just to say, hey, how you doing? Yeah. Because uh, I'm an introverted person. Like, if you know me, like if you're around me, I'll talk to you. But otherwise, I'm in my head the whole time. So yeah. it's like, I yeah. And, and that's the thing is like the hardest thing is to reach out, you know, even, even for us, you know, the introverts, it's really difficult to get out of that cycle of, of being comfortable because that's what it is mm -hmm. like we shut in we get comfortable and it's very difficult to oh you know look up and say oh shit my friends are right there they're <laughs> not even that far you know they're yeah within reach in a way um but yeah, I, love my, I love my brother saran because he'll call me 
Like I could, I could just try to be like to myself. And he'll call me like, "All right, what's going on today?" Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right, right. Yeah. Talk about football, fantasy football, whatever. Like, there you go. That, that's the type of stuff I need because otherwise, I just wouldn't really communicate. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, how did it turn out with fantasy football? Because you were uh, hoping to win like a, a shit ton of earnings, and I, I kind of want to share that story uh, if you, because <laughs> you. <laughs> oh yeah, I. You were I betting the farm. Yeah, I, lo- I lost one of them. Because I didn't start Jamison Crowder. That's a long story. I didn't. I didn't make the right choice. I started Corey Davis. <laughs> he gave me zero. Jamison Crowder had like twenty five. I'm just like, yeah, that. That's Jesus. my fault. <laughs> and then the other one, I won. I won by like forty points, I think. Mm. That was cool. Nice. Yeah, I'm a cha- I'm a three time champ in that league, so I, I got all the time right. <laughs> nice. Yeah, because like I got a text from you one day when when uh, like, hey, I was asking for the book. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how many books you want? <laughs> yeah, no, it was, that's a, I can't I can't wait to get the books so I can sign them and send them off. Too. Like yeah. I think most of them are accounted for, so that's pretty dope. That's cool. Nice. That's really good. But yeah, watching it on Facebook, man, like the way people reacted, it was like. It was pretty amazing to see. And then it blew my mind, you know, like yeah. I thought, cause you know, like you, I post dumb shit all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 all right, there's only 10 people who fuck with me. But then when I did this, it was like 100, 200, 300. Yeah. I'm like, wow. I thought I had posted an ID picture. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> right, right. But that's, you know, that that's really what it comes down to is, is you've given people so much joy in, in your yeah. relationships and interactions that they're like, let's pay the shit back. Let's, yeah. let's help each that's other. Exactly out that what way. Happened. Yeah. So yeah. I, I felt, I felt like it was a beautiful thing. Like these last couple of weeks have been really beautiful to experience. So I'm very, very happy for you. But, uh, uh, and then like, and then in a couple of weeks, it's black history month. So I can yeah. say, Hey, there you go. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because black history. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> so you're gonna get a banner. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get a black lives matter. Buy my book. <laughs> if you don't, you're a fucking racist. <laughs> that that make for really crazy. good branding in Wyoming. Crazy. Think about it. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy because um today I looked at the the rankings and I'm on the same like I'm like within in the new releases I'm within like five or four four uh uh spot of uh your name amanda G- uh, gorman. gorman oh yeah, yeah. nice you're at, you're in that top did you, 10 did you see that that was beautiful yeah yeah my we, goodness is she floored I was, me I was man. Blown away. yeah she was like, amazing was like, 22 years old like 22. Yeah. yeah and and really saying things in such a way that that really cut deep and really let us know of where we're at yeah yeah, I she, felt, yeah. she left me speechless yeah. like i was yeah she was well you know oh, yeah, was, it's it's that feeling you get when you see somebody who's not necessarily a prodigy but i'm sure that like she started early enough and she had it she's had that in her mm-hmm. the whole time that uh, god it's like a beautiful payoff to see that happen in such a way and seeing her craft at that young age i mean she's going to be and she already is a powerhouse mm-hmm. it's pretty incredible oh, yeah pretty she's phenomenal number one yeah she's number one right now I think. yeah well deserved. maybe not an all book but for poetry books i think right number one. yeah yeah but definitely well deserved because we oh, wow. oh yeah you know i i thought it was the right thing to do i mean what'd you think uh of just like the poem itself 
I got to rewatch it because I'm the type of forget everything. But, uh, <laughs> I, what I what I remember it was it was very touching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It made me feel the most patriotic I've felt in four years. <laughs> that's <true>. so, yeah. <laughs> that's not an easy like, thing. Dark you know, was... on. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've got fans. Actually, Boy. like. <laughs> I, I stopped watching the uh, the Garth Brooks thing and I went to the bathroom and I, I was wearing a cowboy hat and I was like, where the fuck did this come from? Like, oh, it's Garth coming <laughs> through the television, like spreading what the country the, gospel. What was the name when he had the black hair and he went on oh, um, name? Oh, shit. I know this. What? His alter ego? Yeah. Oh, Chris yeah, Gaines. Chris Gaines. Chris Gaines. That's right. Gaines. Fuck oh, yes, man. dude. Like. <laughs> See, Garth Garth knew what's up. Like, this is the tragedy of Garth Brooks, though, if you really think about it. Garth Brooks, like, is is kind of like a theater kid. Like, I always said that he was like a weird theater kid yeah. who got into country as like a way in. And Chris Gaines was like, oh, I'm going to get my ticket out of country. And then it totally imploded on him. And it's like he's trapped in this like country I gotta, I gotta persona. I got album. It's probably fire. Yeah. Oh, yeah, probably. Like, well, back in the day, like my my teenage self was like, "Yeah, this is okay. This this slaps in a way." <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's it's just kind of a tragedy for me. Like, I, I think that he's a tragic person, <laughs> or he's bad shit crazy. Like, there's there's videos yeah. of him. Uh, you is. know, there's just being a weird ass. Guy. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> When you're that rich, you can do whatever. Yeah. yeah, and it gets to your head, man. Like it screws you up. You you start getting a little <laughs> bit weird. Um, you gotta think, Dark Book is like loaded. Like he's yeah. like yeah, the biggest star. Yeah, like, was, I'm not even talking country. Like it, it was like Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey, Madonna, Dark Brooks was up there. Yeah, yeah. And he's married to Trisha Yearwood, and they got like a like an empire yeah of some kind yeah uh, just Yikes. doing all kinds of stuff <laughs> um but you know it's uh it's one of those i things. was thinking about how long i've known dom and we met in junior college holy shit like that's crazy yeah. man like do you remember that yeah. how long ago was that oh over 10 years man well that was 2005 well, dude because no 2006 yeah, so 2000 yeah 2006 I yeah. Did you guys seven. come in in 2005? Because I think you guys were class. Of- no, he was a year. No, behind. I came in 2006. Yeah, he was a year behind oh, me. Okay. All right. But we, you know, did a bunch of shows together and yeah, took all these theater classes. And oh, yes, man. Yeah, man. Like it was like you, me, and Antoine. And we just like <laughs> the fucking golden days <laughs> yeah. over here. The golden days. I was just talking to Angie too. Like, oh, yeah. She uh she told us the story about how like she was in a Taekwondo class and they kept punching her in the face. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I told her she, like I forgot about that. Like, oh <laughs> my that's god, that's that's some good like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what was that like for you? Like I I wanted to ask you why Casper College? Like when you were looking at schools and all this stuff, like how did you end up in Casper College? Like I want to so, know the backstory. One answer. One word answer, Antoine. Yeah. Oh fuck yes, dude. Yeah, <laughs> we'll follow uh, that guy to I mean, the I end of the earth. I might have went. I might have went because I got the scholarship, so I might have went without him. But with him being there, I was like, yeah, this is where I'm going. Yeah. Because yeah. honestly, I was, I was going to join the military out of high school. I was an ROTC 
four years. Oh, no Damn. shit. Senior ROTC for four years. Uh-huh. Uh, Air Force ROTC. Then I was going to join the Air Force. I did my ASAP test, all that stuff. Uh-huh. But then, like, my senior year, I hadn't even done theater that whole time I was in high school. My senior year, I I just took an uh, acting class. I auditioned for a play. It was a... Uh, you Can't Take It With You. Uh-huh. Yeah. I played the grandpa. And, you know, the rest is like history, I guess. You know, I, did, I, I got a scholarship later that uh, the next year um, after doing a showcase. I could have went to CSU, but I just, I, I decided to go to Casper because I, I, I visited Casper. I'm like, this is pretty dope. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to come yeah. here. Yeah. Because you, you wouldn't think like a theater program like that would be in Casper. Yeah. Just because of why how wyoming is but yeah it was it was it was an amazing it still is an amazing facility now it's named after my my uh mentor tom mp the great tom yeah Yeah. it was a it was like a diamond in the rough like it was just it didn't make sense where it was but it was it it didn't yeah i mean you got those rich people there that are like oh (laughs) we'll just give them a hundred thousand all that oil oil money man i i tell you yeah that's that's where it comes from it's true um, but it was, yeah, it's, it's sort of like a, a hidden gem, right? Where, and I, I, Maddie and I talk about this shit all the time because it was so, it was such a powerful place to be at that time. Like we, I think we, we all just hit it at the right time yeah. where we were able to come in and it was like, you were sucked up in a whirlwind of excitement of, of art, of just like full, full speed ahead creativity. And I yeah. don't even remember like classes i just remembered the energy mm-hmm. i remember that mm-hmm. manic energy of just feeling like this is where i'm supposed to be and we're doing shit that's bigger than me like we're just doing shit together and i had never yeah. felt that felt that before yeah like it was it was incredible yeah i i, I wouldn't trade that time for anything that was some of the funniest years of my life <laughs> yeah yeah. Also, I was high all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, crazy. I remember, I remember, like, uh, we were doing Galileo, and uh, Tom was like, so some of you guys are high on stage. And I was like, all right, I can't. I'll leave it alone. I'll leave it alone. Like, <laughs> do, it, do it for Tom. You're like, gotta do it yeah. for Tom. Yeah. Yeah. I tried not to do shows high because that, that, that would be the best. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Back when I was smoking, I don't smoke anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so, did you? Were you like writing back then? Even like, or was that? Yeah, I. I re- funny story. Like the first song I ever wrote was called "Coldest Nigga Alive," <laughs> and I showed it to Tom. And Tom looked me dead in my eyes. And he's like, "Not terrible." <laughs> <laughs> God, girl, <laughs> dude tom didn't fuck around if yeah he was, he, if he yeah. didn't like something he was gonna do I wrote, it, I wrote it about him though That's oh. <laughs> so he was biased yeah. He, yeah he couldn't give you a fair opinion he, that's funny so it was like it was yeah. half decent it wasn't dog shit so i would i would nah, i did i did the i did a couple of songs with Juan. we were the empties we were uh, right we were little i remember that that's right, that's right. Uh, and I would write poems for the girls in the, in the class, in my classes. <laughs> I remember. They, they they laugh. <laughs> so that was my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I wrote one for this girl, Summer, 
And I was like, I don't care that you're Mormon. And, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and so like, like that has nothing to do with her as a person. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I imagine that some of those poems included you telling my wife that you were going to punch her in the face. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> so we got, for, for sure. People that don't know, me and Maddie have a long standing joke where like, she'll be like, Hey, little bitch. And I'm like, we'll punch you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where it came I from. We would just do that. Shit I have no idea. I don't know. It would just stuck though, and that was it. Yeah, I was like, I think was, I think some of it was Anchorman. So I yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, copy yeah. that. That's true. And it, oh, just, shit. it became our own thing. Yeah. <laughs> It escalated quickly then, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, it did. Yeah, frequently. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I forgive you. I mean, I I don't hold it against you, even though you threatened to punch my son too, <laughs> which I'm like, dude, well, that, you got to hey, draw the line. That's not a threat. That's a promise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm jabbing him. I'm not going to hit him hard. I'm gonna jab him. Yeah, just uh, an introductory like <laughs> slap on the back of the head. <laughs> well listen listen man i i love you so i'll, I'll let it pass just this once uh, but it's it's good times man um i just uh i i'm just feeling grateful i'm feeling a lot of gratitude right now yeah uh maybe it's the one yeah. maybe it's getting to see your face uh there's just uh a lot of good stuff um this, this has been like a great start to the year like Biden's the president now. That's yeah. right. That's right. It's been a good so like, like week. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. No one knows what's going to happen, but mm -hmm. hopefully, COVID becomes something that gets under control, or at least is treated seriously. Yeah, because that's the one thing about Trump is like, bro, like he's like, oh, just leave it to the states. And then he was, then he was shit on the states for their reaction to it. It's like, dude, you're supposed to freaking lead us. Yeah. It's like, no, it was you're the other the president guy. president of the United States, Jack. <laughs> the buck stops with you, asshole. <laughs> I like that. So, uh, I'm, I'm just glad that we, we're, we're going to get, like, the vaccines and stuff like that. Right. So there's going to be actual, actual leadership that's going to try to yeah. make things happen because I did hear that there was no COVID plan at all. Yeah. Um, no federal plan. No federal plan. So, um, yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. That's fucked yeah. up. So hopefully we're in a time of recovery. Was he trying to do the, the herd immunity thing or something? Well, that shit, it takes years for that to happen. I mean, it takes yeah. like two years for that to actually. I think you need like 70%. And you like need vaccinated people for that. I think you case. need you need to have like massive groups of people making out or having orgies <laughs> of some kind at the same time yeah. to get that contact. Yeah, either like everybody has to get it or everybody has to get vaccinated. That's yeah, the way it has to go. So hopefully the yeah. second is what happens. Right. Yeah. yeah. So um hopefully this year goes better. Oh, I was gonna ask you. I know this is like just come out. But do you plan on releasing like another volume? Are you going to write new stuff? Do you want to pull from the archive to do like another one? Or are you so going to kind of let this one ride? I'm a, I can't give, I can't give the sauce away, but I'm going to write, um, I'm in the process of writing my second book. Nice. I'll probably put that out sometime in spring, summer, summer. -ish. Cool. Mm. With the help of Jaime, of course, I can't do it without any <laughs> stuff. <with me>. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, awesome. So that one is like, it's a mixture because I, I wanted to 
because uh, the poems I wrote were really rhyming. So some of these poems are more spoken wordish. Cool. Yeah. They're still like short and succinct. Like I don't, I don't like to write for forever sometimes. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it feels like an essay, and it's like I, I don't know. Right. But I, I, I try to be concise. Like and just write a nut, like some powerful stuff, like no filler. You know. Yeah. 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 So. I I learned that from music. Like music taught me that like you can't have throwaway lines. So I try to hit with everything I say. Yeah. I got like forty of those ready already. Wow. Excellent. So I'm gonna try to make it like a a sixty pager. Nice. Nice. That's the goal. That's awesome, man. So we'll we'll have to be in touch about that. You know. uh, Yeah. We'll have to start getting ready for that shit. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, it's gonna gonna be great. Jaime. <laughs> and you gotta have my my fat fucking face like right in the middle. <laughs> Listen, I want I want me and because you're doing chapters or this one has to have chapters, you need to devote one whole fucking chapter <laughs> to my Mexican hood. <laughs> and you gotta fucking figure it out. I don't care. I'll be like when I grew up in the barrio. <laughs> you gotta you gotta set your you gotta set your anti Mexican bias aside. <laughs> And you gotta. I, I, oh, I never. I might have. I might have donated to the wall. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you might, may may or may have not. You son of a bitch. The second volume, instead of your friend's face, it's just Jaime's face. It's actually. It's gonna be all your friends, like you, and all your friends, and then on the other side of the wall, it's gonna be me going like this, <laughs> like waving at you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's gonna oh, be man, called it's gonna be called never, always missing out <laughs> always missing out by dom gordon yeah. <laughs> always miss- <laughs> i don't know what to na- i don't know what to name it but i'm gonna figure i'm gonna figure out that yeah oh yeah and that, that uh, usually just let it write until the end man yeah when you have that yeah. set of poems you know something some beautiful image will show up and it'll it'll all make sense and it'll be it'll mm-hmm. be amazing but i'm i'm psyched i'm feeling like uh i'm getting like what do you call it like a second second hand high yeah you know like from watching my friends do yeah. awesome shit and it's awesome. just like i'm just i feel like uh what what the fuck's the uh the guy from uh, star wars that like palpatine who's just like taking everyone's fucking energy it's just like <laughs> 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 it's Good, let, let the art flow through you. That's I just want you to make shit. I just yeah. want you to make amazing stuff and continue to keep kicking ass, dude. Yeah, man. I'm thank you. I'm fucking hashtag blessed with you. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, I was gonna ask you too, and, and this is probably like for off the podcast or whatever, but you should um record yourself doing like one or two poems two or three poems and then i'll put them on my other podcast yeah oh yeah so i can uh okay i can pass them along or if uh i got oh i got uh, i got recorders of my friend uh tim reciting poems it sounds really cool so i'll 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 send you those nice nice because i got this I got this nasally ass voice. <laughs> no, let it let it be your true and honest voice. That that counts too. That's good though. So we'll have. I don't want to listen to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have this podcast for like the interview, and then you'll have the actual like poetry right. represented as well. Right, so that'll be good. And if you want, I mean, I'm I'm reading poetry for um 
pretty much like uh, writers from all over. So I'm reciting poetry, reading short stories. If you want, I would be more than happy to, but I don't just want to say, hey man, let me read your fucking poems. Because well, it's your friend already. No, go some, for it. So. Okay. Go for it. All right. I'll talk to you <laughs> later about that, but that'll be that'll be another cool thing that we could do. Mm-hmm. But uh Yeah. Go yeah, for man. it. But, and then like I still gotta figure out a audio book. I gotta figure out how to do that. Yeah. Yeah, you um I don't know. We'll we'll have to navigate that. But hey, things are opening up though. Like that's the cool thing is yeah. this is the foundation yeah. for the next project, the next version of this thing, and you're just gonna keep rocking and rolling. Um, I just wish it Hell went yeah. through Amazon, dude. Like, isn't that fucked up? Like hey, Amazon. No. Amazon's good. We don't want to piss them off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, to keep Dom. <laughs> you know, Dom's the really like the best thing that you could have done. Like, Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos. I c- <laughs> I will donate my body to science so he can turn me into a drone so I can deliver mail to people in the afterlife. I love Jeff so much. Jeff is the best. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk shit after the episode though <laughs> but uh yeah man i i don't know uh how long you wanted to go but we didn't want to keep you too terribly long because i know um, it's late over there it's a good interview good yeah. length of an interview i think yeah we could keep going if you want to yeah Okay. Keep asking questions, unless you don't have any questions and you just wanted to say that so you can get out of the <laughs> No, dude. No, fuck that. Um, <laughs> I was going to ask you about like like your origin story, right? Let's let's go back to when this started because you said, and it kind of stuck with me, that you enjoyed Dr. Seuss when you were a kid. And I want to know Dr. more Seuss. about that. Were you bullshitting me on Not that? Dr. No, it's Chelsea Silverstein. Silverstein. Oh, yeah. He told me that. Okay, good. Well, see, I'm glad you clarified. I'm like, glad I, like I asked Dr. that question. But I, I like Dr. Seuss. Michelle was the man. Yeah, Michelle, that's Michelle right. Had some good part. There's there's so like, more uh, subtext there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I remember I got like a Shell Silverstein, but I can't think of the name of the book. I haven't looked it up since I was in elementary. But I was like, oh, I want to do that. So I, uh, in fourth grade, I started writing poetry. Mm. And it wasn't like deep or anything. It'd be like, there's a dog on a log next to a frog. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But it was cool. Like, and I was getting good grades doing it. So I was like, hell yeah. That's right. That's right. The only time, the only time I ever got an A in English was fifth grade. And I, I had written, I was just writing poetry. Mm-hmm. And, I was, and every poem was, my name is Henry the third, fifth grade nerd, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so like, that was kind of like positive reinforcement for me as far as being able to put words together. Um, but yeah, self Silverstein was a man. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's great. You mentioned that cause there's, um, recently, like, I, I, sh- I don't know if I shared that with you, the poem about the cat. Uh, there was this thing on okay. Facebook. I don't know if you saw it, like I shared it a little while back, but it was about this kid who wrote a poem about a cat and it went something like there was a cat who ate a ball of yarn uh-huh. and when it had kittens, all the kittens had sweaters <laughs> and you listen like to that yeah like a, like a third grade kid or something like writing something like that and i i took a step back and i like closed the computer and i was like that's the greatest fucking poem ever <laughs> because it's it's you know what it is it's like purity yeah complete purity yeah. and we we need to get to that like as artists we always want to get to that just complete brevity simplicity 
immediacy, right? And it, it, there's something about that where like, I could dig this shit up for days. <laughs> you know, like I could really yeah. try to like unpack it, you know, and... and one of the, like, yeah. one of the coolest things I did, I don't know if it was 2019, or 2000, yeah, it was 2019, because um, like, I have a mental illness, so I, I used to go to World Mental Health, and I remember talking to my therapist, and I'm like, can we do a program where we get music to people who are, who are coming up here? Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, we could do that. And she would just tell me how successful it was. Like, everyone was enjoying themselves playing, like, drums, oh, yeah. guitar, and all that stuff. It's like, mm-hmm. that was, I want to do something like that for, like, a nonprofit. That's, that's my goal. Yeah. That's my yeah. end game. Yeah. yeah. And, you know. So if someone wants to steal that idea, you can steal that idea. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. I mean, listen, I, I think for for us, um, and I, I'm talking to you as an artist, you know, it's really the most powerful thing you can do is to share what you love, whether it's music or poetry, spoken word, you know, whatever the angle is, sharing with people who don't have the tools yet to express themselves. Because you Mm -hmm. look at all the fucking suffering that's going on in this world, and you realize that most of us aren't educated to deal with our own feelings, and we're not educated to to share empathy, right? Like, we, we don't know how to do these things. And so, the most immediate way that you can do that is through the arts through music, through poetry, the written word, anything and everything like that, like that creative pursuit, that's what we got to do. That's what we need to do. So I feel yeah, like um, uh, that's the next step. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where I would be if I didn't like cling on the music like I did. Like I, my friends, my family and music is what, and God is what yeah. like brought me out of that. Because I tell you, like I used to go to War Mental Health and I'd just be so depressed like looking at everybody who was all fucked up yeah but then after a while it was like i gotta figure out a way to help these people mm-hmm. so, right right you know because i i recovered like pretty well but there's people who oh absolutely never recover. right absolutely um there's uh it's a tough road because you know in some of the jobs and that i've had in the past i've worked with folks with, you know, uh, special needs or, you know, a lot of, uh, mental or physical impairments and things like that, that they have to overcome or they, you know, we have to find the best possible, you know, route for them to, to feel like they're a part of the community. And that's really like the, the core of it is like the community is built in such a way that it automatically like rejects anything that doesn't fit into the mold. And so Mm -hmm. when you do have, you know, a mental illness or there are impairments or things of that nature it's like it, it i can imagine that it feels like the world is just kind of pushing pushing you away the whole time yeah and it's just it's heartbreaking devastating and i don't know i just feel like we're sitting on that secret weapon of art to remind people you know not just people with with you know um mental health but like the people who don't know how to deal with with folks who are different than them like i don't know i i just feel like there's something that could be done like community exercises or something <laughs> i have yeah. no clue um we'll, we'll figure out a solution yeah, yeah. one yeah. year yeah <laughs> one year. yeah but you know like looking at looking at the way that you were able to take that and just let it help your healing or let it help your you know your process to get better i mean can you tell me a little bit about how that went like um okay so 
I go back in time. Uh, I remember I was at a thing with Porter. Porter, uh, I don't know what the, I don't ever know what to call it. Uh, <laughs> the Porter Mental Hospital, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I had uh, I had went silent, like I wouldn't speak in, at all because like I wanted to listen to. Lauren Hill's Unplugged album. I don't know why. Like, I love that album, but I don't love it like that. <laughs> We're like, <laughs> I should be speaking. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> like, so I wasn't talking because my mom told me she was going to get it for me and she didn't get it for me. So I stopped talking. Mm. And I remember I went to Porter and I had the album and I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> so, like, music was always therapeutic. I remember listening to my favorite, one of my favorite songs, like, the, the weird thing is, I don't know the words to start to save my life, uh-huh. but I know the, all the words Two Weeks by Grizzly Bear, and I would play it on the piano at, at Porter. Mm-hmm. That and fucking like, song. Yeah, that I song's fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I would sing that. So that was kind of like the start of me, because I had been in the band with Twan in Oregon before I had my psychotic break. Mm. And we were we were killing it, but I had I got brought down to rock bottom, and I had to lift myself up off of that. Mm-hmm. So after I got out, uh, Avery came back to Colorado, and Twan was like, "You should start a band with Avery." Mm-hmm. So we did Down Goes Frazier. Down Goes Frazier. Me and Avery were going through a lot, so a lot of those songs would have like darker connotations and. Mm. Talked about demons and whatnot, and it, it, yeah. it was like it was like it was like we were crying for help, pretty much. Mm. Yeah, it wasn't like we were just like some like satanic band or nothing, but we we went through some stuff that like you gotta you gotta fight through that. Mm. And now, like, I think my relationship with God's a lot better. Mm-hmm. So it was a combination of of really digging deep into the making of the music and and your faith feeling like i'm leaning back into this like like obviously like you felt maybe it brought you closer to family too like having that mm-hmm. that kind of um because i'll be honest like i was i was funny but i was an asshole <laughs> 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 like if i liked you i wasn't an asshole to you but there's people i was an asshole to. <laughs> like i think uh, do you guys remember the crapper clip though the- uh yeah kind of well somebody was like stealing everything yeah. and there was this dude i'm not gonna say his name because yeah. i don't want to <laughs> you don't want to incriminate but, yeah there's this dude and he was like i want to help find it and we're like motherfucker you stole it he left the school and everything i felt so bad about that shit oh my god <laughs> like, why do you want to why do you want to find it so bad are you you hiding it <laughs> <So> like, <laughs> oh my god that's so why like i i think uh having that break and and going through what i did and and fighting the find my sanity again made me a better person so mm-hmm. i think that's 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 the, the silver lining yeah that's amazing man well it shows i mean looking at all that you've gone through and where you're at now i mean it it just feels at least from a distance here where we're at that you're definitely in a better place and you're happier more more at yeah. peace yeah yeah so what do you guys have planned in uh in texas now you and you and Tuan, what's the uh 
What's the plan or is it top secret? Well, we're going to, we're going to do the Dom and Swan show for sure. That's right. Nice. You just got his computer fixed. So we, we, we back up, we back up running. Um, dude, you- Avery's about to put out a bunch of music and it's all dope. It's all crazy. Like this is insane. So yeah, that's, yeah. Stuff, that stuff's going to be great. Um, yeah, we just, we're just creating, man. We're just creating. I'm going to be writing books all year. So that's right. That's the way to do it. And it's almost like you're, you're just flexing the muscle, right? Mm-hmm. And, and now that you're finding your groove and finding that footing, it's going to be smooth sailing. I mean, well, it's, it's, it's weird. Cause like there was a time where I was writing a song every day, sometimes mm-hmm. three, sometimes five. So I just like after Stonewall, uh, Boulevard and every day I'm started doing a lot of shows. I just stopped writing. Mm-hmm. So now that I'm not, doing music i'm back to writing again and it it feels pretty good yeah but it's yeah and it's all connected too so i mean whatever writing you're working on or flexing it's really gonna transfer to the songs that you're writing and you know helping Mm -hmm. in the performance part of it but i really wish that i could have like that we could have gone down to colorado to see some of those shows because like you guys would share Mm -hmm. videos of that and i was like ah that looks so fucking awesome yeah it's like we only yeah, have we, like the yeah. cowboy hoedown over here, so there's not a lot <laughs> going on. We have to go to Colorado for culture, so. Yeah. <laughs> what was the name of the uh, the bar in Casper that people would go to? The Wonder Bar? It wasn't Stampede. Stampede's in Colorado. The Beacon? The Wonder Bar? Mm. The Beacon where no, the Cowboys go sneaking. <laughs> I don't remember. It was, like, it was like a club. It was like a country club. Oh. It's not a country club like country club, but like a country music club. Oh, maybe the beacon. It's probably the beacon. It it's uh you know the it's not sketchy, but it's, it's a little sketchy. It's where the cowboys go sneak, and that's the tagline <laughs> of the of the bar. That might be it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah so, I never went. I was like, that doesn't seem like I would have a good time. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> yeah. so yeah i mean it would have been nice to you know to catch you guys but i'm sure that there will be more opportunities uh when you guys start really like making some awesome music again and you know rocking out yeah yeah but i'm looking forward to dom and tuan show i saw the first episode of that and when you guys posted on youtube like i just happened to be on facebook and i saw that like you guys shared a link and i was like okay here we go <laughs> the the podcast i've yeah. been waiting for and i was like you guys went silent for like six months and i was like no yeah <laughs> damn it <laughs> yeah we're gonna we're gonna pick all that stuff up we're gonna do the skits and all that stuff and it's, it's gonna be fun it's awesome. oh, yeah. bring some levity you know what i mean yeah make fun of some stuff Talk shit. That's right. Especially in these uh really batshit crazy times. We need it now more yeah. than ever. Definitely. That is yeah. That is where you gotta be, man. So I'm just uh I'm over the moon. Keep making shit and uh what's your uh what's your Instagram handle stuff so we can have yeah. it on here? Plug your socials. Plug your Dominique Dominique MP. Like you you gotta you gotta be able to type the, that out because it's like D-O-M-I-N-I-Q-U-E-E-M-P-E-Y, right? M-P? Somebody spell. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you. Uh, that's right. Just, that's right. Just replay that over and over again. Until yes. Just yeah, rewind. And then, um, on Twitter, I'm Dom MP. And yeah. Those nice. are, those, and then we got Dom and Swan on, and then on TikTok. Oh, yeah, you guys are on Twitch. TikTok. Holy shit. Nice. How's that? Tell yeah. me about TikTok because I'm fucking terrified of TikTok. I, I haven't 
really looked into it. We, oh, okay. we posted some stuff and it it was it was pretty cool, but but I haven't. I, I gotta dive into that. I haven't dived into that. Yeah, yeah I feel like I'm gonna have a panic attack every time <laughs> I go in there because there's so much. There's so much happening. But like, that's a good. It's a good platform for sketches because it's yeah, quick that's true. And it's like it's completely video based. So yes, that's, that's interesting. It's a good way to use it. Yeah, I'll get on TikTok for Dom and Tuan. Like without a doubt, I'll, <laughs> I'll be there. I'll be that old person that doesn't know what they're doing on TikTok for Dom. <laughs> you always see like those weird messages that they leave or like they leave the voicemail running like alexa or like they're talking to their fucking like cell phone you know yeah, but like yeah. it just keeps recording hopefully i think dom's um we're super old though so you guys are fine <laughs> you, you guys are gonna be okay yeah be good <laughs> but anyway man uh we we don't want to keep you we gotta we had a good good talk today so thank you for being awesome for you your for poetry, me. for all of the good that you do. I love you so much, man. And thanks for letting you, us. Yeah. Go get Melanin News, Joe. Yeah, go get Melanin News. Now on Amazon. I'm going to post the oh, shit out of that book we'll so they can it. see it. On Amazon. We'll That's link right. it in yeah. the, uh, what do you call it? You'll link it in the. Link it in the description. The description. There you go. The episode description. Yeah. Sorry for all the bad stuff I said about Wyoming. You guys are awesome. <laughs> Wyoming is is a beautiful beautiful place and just like any place it has its ups and downs <laughs> the big the big down right now is that it doesn't have dom oh. <laughs> all right well thanks man all right, i love y'all maddie much love man you little bitch <laughs> And that about does it. I love y'all. <laughs> Bye, Dom. Bye. We love Bye. you. Bye. <laughs>